Volatility in the market is a fact. What isn't so clear is what the ups and downs of the market can do to your retirement portfolio. For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise to create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again? That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today. This is Kevin Brooker. Welcome to Cruising Through Retirement. You know, creating an estate plan is actually essential. So we're going to cover that today along with the world's worst retirement planning advice so you can avoid it and don't make the mistakes that others have made. Right here. Cruising Through Retirement with Kevin Brooker. Kevin is an investment advisor representative with more than 30 years experience. He's helped thousands of people cruise through retirement, and he'd be happy to help you too. Stick around for today's adventure on Cruising Through Retirement. Welcome in, everybody. This is Cruising Through Retirement. Kevin Brooker is here. He's a fiduciary investment advisor representative. 30 years he's been helping folks get to and through retirement. You'll find him at Silverleaf Financial and silverleaffinancial.com. Kevin, how's it going? Oh, it is going great. You know, the stock market is going higher. It's sunny in 70s out here. What more could you ask for? What more? Oh, yeah. Boy, you had a heck of a time with that, uh, that uh, waste management tournament, huh? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I watched, I was watching some of that on Saturday morning, and I mean, oh my gosh, it just looked horrible. Oh, it's crazy, it's crazy. You know what, I actually I actually had the pleasure, one of my clients actually um, got extra, had an extra ticket to that, gosh, probably, probably 10 years ago now, um, uh-huh. still a client, by the way, and um, he invited me to it, and that was the first time I ever, I, actually the first time I ever went to a pro golf tournament, and, um, and, and, and this was 10 or 11 years ago, and it was hugely crowded at that point in time. Right. And, and it was and, and of course, you know, they have band, they have bands, they have concerts at night. It it's really it. But it is it is turned so much more into to me. It's like a big frat party. It's, you know, it's like a big par- <laughs> party at the frat house. And, exactly. Well, no, it's, uh, these two guys that were that were commentating on Saturday morning. That's exactly what they said. Oh, is that right? <laughs> OK. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it's it's crazy. I mean, wall to wall people. I mean, there's like hundreds of thousands of people every day. And a lot of them, I, a lot of them, I guarantee you, have never played golf in their life. Um, <laughs> sure, you know, it's they're they're going there for the party and and the people watch. And and uh, but you know, man, it gets it gets crazy, crazy crowded. And uh, at, at this point, I'll I'll probably never I'll probably never be back to it. <laughs> probably. You know what? I can watch it on television, and if I want to have a drink, I can do that without paying you know fifteen bucks for a beer. Oh yeah, no kidding, huh? <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it's like oh my gosh, that's like the Super Bowl, you know, last week. You know, the, you know much how much it was for a beer? Seventeen. I think it was seventeen. Yeah, seventeen bucks. Yeah, I heard seventeen bucks, and I heard thirteen for a hot dog. 
It's like, oh man, it's like okay, thirty yeah. bucks for a for a beer and a hot dog. No so thanks. Apparently, I can't. You know, I can't be going where these billionaires are going. So well, no, you know, of course not. You know, that's just uh, all the billionaires. They're running it for everybody. Exactly. So I'll tell you what, we had a good discussion last week, Kevin, about the a proposal, um, a bill that's been reintroduced to Congress regarding Social Security. And I got to tell you, I've mentioned this to a few other advisors that I work with, as well as other people that, you know, my friends and stuff. Nobody's aware of this story, Kevin, and we need to. Uh, I, I'm with you on this one. A hundred percent. This needs to this needs some this needs some traction. Guys, there is a bill. Yes. I don't know why major papers, major publications. I wanted on the 6 o'clock news and the 12 o'clock news and the 10 o'clock news. All right, the bill is called You Earned It, You Keep It. All right, or You Earned, You Keep, um, depending on whether you want to leave the it out. Okay, well, guys, what right. this is for Social Security to remove the federal tax on Social Security benefits. All right, the way that the program would pay, the way the bill would pay for itself is by eliminating the payroll cap, okay, the cap on payroll. A lot of people don't realize Especially if you've never, if you've never, you know, had that level of income, then you probably don't realize, or maybe you don't know, that you only pay Social Security tax up to right now. I, I believe it's right around 160, 170 um, in income. So in other words, once you pass 170 grand in income, and it it changes each year, it goes up a little bit with inflation. Back in the right. 90s, I, I was it was like 80 or 90 grand, and 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 people would hit. I, I worked in an office where a lot of a lot of people hit it. And and the, so soon it, it was it was you get a bonus right after because after you hit that, you're done paying that piece of the payroll tax. So now yes. so now all of a sudden you got a bump in your next check is that much bigger because you're not contributing it. Now the Medicare now remember the payroll FICA tax that goes to Medicare and to Social Security. The bigger piece of it goes to Social Security. All right. However, Medicare there's no cap. So for some reason our wonderful politicians never put a cap on wages in terms of how much you'd pay towards Medicare. And then, in fact, later on, they added a surtax, if you remember that a while ago, uh, for high-income people. I do, yep. All right? Mm -hmm. But yet they still have the cap on Social Security. So you got to think about all the people. There, guys, there are a lot of people now making over 170 grand a year, a lot more than ever in history, all right? Oh, yeah, right. You know, so you got all these guys. Think about Warren. Okay, not Warren Buffett. It's passive. Okay, how about Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Taylor Swift and Patrick Mahomes making his 40, 50 million a year. They're only paying Bill Gates, right? Bill Gates. They're only paying into social security on the first 170 grand, roughly. That's it. And then after that, they don't pay anything into social security. And I've been saying for a long time, if you're looking for a way to fix the program, just get rid of the damn cap. Why, mm -hmm. why, why should somebody making 170,000 pay the same amount to social security as a guy that's making 10 billion? All right. It doesn't make any sense, but that's what it is. And so this bill is called You Earned It, You Keep It, would repeal the federal tax on Social Security benefits, okay? And it would pay for that by getting rid of that cap. Actually, they put a little carve out in there. I think it's, I think there'd be no tax up to like 250 maybe. And then that's what it is. I was just looking at that. Yeah, it's up to 250. Yeah. And then so there's a, so you wouldn't pay it for income between 170 and 250 approximately. And then after that, they'd start paying again. And, 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 and it's and it's some political. It's a political joke. I mean, why they do this donut hole or carve out or whatever you want to call it? Well, that's what's just, that's what's just puzzling to me. But I mean, hey, if that's if it, we can get there, then then that's progress. You know what? Exactly, it is progress, and that's why I am in favor of it because there, guy, most people do pay tax on their social security because you can only make 
it's less than 30 grand that a single individual can, uh, an individual filing. Yeah, 25 grand. Yeah, right? And if you're, yes. if you're married, it's what, maybe 35 or 40? 32. 32. Oh, God, even less. All right, 32. Most people are, you know, and, and that has, that, uh, I don't believe that has ever been indexed for inflation. No. Right? No, it never has. And it's been, well, you said last week, it's since 1983. That's so, what it's been. So for the last 40 years, since, what was that, Reagan was president, I think? Sure, Reagan, right? Tip O'Neill, they did yeah, it. Yeah, 40 years ago, they, they, they put this out there. And the tax, right? So at that point in time, you know, a thirty-two thousand dollar income, you know, w w was a lot more than it is today, right? And 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 so, but it has not been indexed to inflation. So the majority of people wind up paying tax on your Social Security. Now it's not all of it, but it's up to fifty. Some people pay on fifty percent of their Social Security. Most people pay tax on up to eighty-five percent of their Social Security benefit. So this bill would eliminate that, guys. Would eliminate it. So please get in touch with your politicians. Talk to anybody that you know. If you know anybody in media, that's you know a, a, a television show, a radio show, a podcast. Have them start talking about it. Why aren't people? I don't know why people aren't talking about this. I have to think that everybody on both sides of the aisle would be in favor of it, or at least I, I, I'd bet you at least seventy-five percent of the population would be in favor of this bill. Oh, I would think so, too. Yep. Well, and I mean, it's interesting. I, I, you know, AARP makes it pretty easy to connect with your local, you know, representative and senator. I mean, and you could go there and, and be able to send them a note right through that. Through, is that like through the AARP? Through AARP. Yeah. Okay, guys, that's it. Get, go to AARP. They've got millions of members. Please go to the website. And I know when this, okay, by the way, this bill was first introduced a while back, maybe a couple, of, I don't know exactly, but this is a centric, this is a reintroduction of this bill. Yeah, that's what was, what, do you remember, do you know when the first part was introduced? You know that I don't, I'm going to have to research. I want to say it was two, three years earlier. Okay. Um, and, and this was actually introduced last year. I just found out about it a, you know, a few weeks ago, but this was well, actually, yeah, you... it was introduced in 2023. Okay. Well, again, yeah, I, I learned it from you last week, and I've been I've been spreading the word. And that's what I'm asking everybody. Please spread the word. It's the bill is called. You earned it. You keep it. It will repeal federal taxes on Social Security, and it will pay for that by by basically getting rid of the cap on payroll tax. It would give you that window, but two fifteen above would finally have to start paying the Social Security tax that all the rest of us pay. And all I'm saying is they should pay the same percentage that all the rest of us pay. That to me seems to be ultimately very, very fair. So we could tax the people a little bit more that are the high income people making over 250. And in exchange, the people that are retired on a fixed income, they get a tax break and they don't have to pay tax on money. But that, by the way, they already paid tax on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. And we don't need that. We don't need to pay more taxes. No, Holy cow. no, let's take, let's take it from the rich people. Come on. Uh, so, <laughs> sure. so guys, I hope, I hope you understand. I hope you're, you're, you're paying attention. Anybody that is retired or going to be retired, this would put more money in your pocket. Okay. And would do it by imposing the same exact tax that all the rest of us already pay. So it's called you, mm -hmm. you earned it, you keep it. Talk to everybody, you know, let's get some traction going on. So this thing can be passed and, and passed into law. Well, and again, I'll just confirm that uh, you can go to aarp.org, click on the, the banner that says Social Security, scroll down about halfway. There is a, a, a link that says, tell, your, tell Congress your views. It's that simple, folks. There we go. It takes five minutes. 
Five minutes. Yep. Probably not. You even. fill it out. They tell you where you live. It will automatically be sent to the right person. Exactly. That's awesome. And you can, that's awesome. And you can put, and you can personalize the the note that they send. Oh, really? That that's fantastic. Yeah. If we could get some, yes. you know, those email. What, I can't forget what they call it. It's like a chain email. You know, you send it to a bunch of people. Yeah. Right. Um, guys, please, let everybody know this is something that could benefit all the retirees, and we're not imposing any new tax. It's just passing a tax that we already pay, but the people that have a high income have been getting away without paying it for decades. Well, it's time to, it's time to round them up. It is. Let's round them up all and right. uh, you know, have, have a little better retirement without paying federal taxes on Social Security. Uh, I'm all for it, uh, all right. Kevin. And, and, and again, this is, a, this is an important thing. And, and again, reach out to your, to your politicians. That's where it, that's where it starts. That's, that's it, exactly. Let them know. Let them know you, you are in favor of this bill. All right, all right, and guys, I hope I hope you do that, please. Um, so, so moving on, we started off talking about yeah. about estate taxes, right? This is a financial show, and sure. and estate taxes are unfortunately something a lot of people might be hit with. Now, the good news is that the state of Arizona does not have any estate tax, so there's zero None. zero estate tax on the state level in Arizona. Uh, so the only the only estate tax uh, that you'd be subject to if you reside in if you're a citizen you reside in Arizona. Uh, would be the federal estate tax, and and as of right now, that's up over thirteen million uh, per person. Okay, so um, so married couple what twenty six, twenty seven million, no estate tax. Uh, so that is obviously not going to impact very many people. All right. However, the the important part about having an estate plan, and and let me mention, let me uh, make it clear, I am not an attorney. Okay, I'm very familiar with estate planning uh, because of what I do as a financial advisor. I am not an attorney. I would always recommend consult with a licensed attorney that has expertise in estate planning before you make any final decisions. I'm going to give you a little bit of information uh, to hopefully make you consider it and think about it and see if it's something you should pursue and take further. Um, and, and so really the estate plan, that's going to, that's going to take, that's obviously going to take care of things after an individual has passed away. Right. And, right. And, and so the estate plan is going to clarify how all the different pieces of your property, all your assets, how, how they are handled. So it's going to specify who receives what and when, including anything that you want to give to a charity. Uh, it's going to designate uh, an, an, uh, an executor, apologize, to, to you know, manage debt and to actually distribute those assets. So, so you certainly need an executor that you trust um, and that will be of sound mind down the road after you pass. So in other words, you might not want to get somebody that's older than you as your executor. Um, and in the case of a serious illness, uh, it'll, it allows you to appoint somebody um, that, of course, you trust very, very much to make medical decisions. Uh, so some of the things you want in there, like me and my wife a while, years ago at this point, actually, uh, we set up financial powers of attorney. Uh, we set up a financial power of an attorney and a healthcare power of attorney. Uh, mm-hmm. The financial one, of course, gives the per- – and you can – Guys, when you're doing this, whether you do it with a lawyer or, or in my case, we, we used an, I used an online legal service um, and I set it up myself. Now I'm comfortable doing that. I've done a lot of, you know, I incorpor- I've incorporated half a dozen companies myself using these legal websites. Um, so I'm comfortable doing that myself, but I don't, you know, it's, it's not for everybody. Um, if you, you know, by all means, consult with an attorney, talk to them. You should be able to find somebody that will talk to you free of charge before you commit. All right. Because not everybody needs an estate plan. I think everybody should consider it. I think you should evaluate whether, whether it'd be appropriate for your situation. Um, but there are other ways to pass money too, all right? There, you, you, can, um, you, can, you can use a, a uh, transfer on death, 
uh, certification or notice, for instance, sure. uh, with a lot of your assets. Um, for your IRAs and annuities and life insurance products, all of those require you to name a beneficiary, okay? And ben and all of these products, by the way, will buy, as long as the beneficiaries are you're correctly filled out, in other words, it's not somebody that's already deceased, right? Um, as long as it's, it's the beneficiaries are properly designated, then that will avoid probate, okay? And the beneficiaries on these documents, by the way, that will override a will. So if you have a will that you've written out and then you put a benefit on the same asset, you say you want to leave your IRA to, you know, to John, but in your will you say you want to leave it to Debbie, okay? That's going to go to John because the beneficiary designations on these documents override a will. So you want to make sure that everything is coordinated, make sure everything is up to date, and, and, and um, make sure you, and I would also recommend talking to a few attorneys before you pick one, because there are some, there are some attorneys, there used to be articles um, in the Chicago Tribune when me and my wife used to live in, in Northern Illinois, and there were articles, this is 20, 20 25 years ago, um, some of the writers coined the term trust mill. And what they're referring to is groups of people that put on presentations, they'll invite you to a seminar, they'll buy you lunch, buy you dinner, and then they want to sell everybody an estate plan, all right? Everybody doesn't necessarily need an estate plan, in my opinion, but that's what they want to sell because that's, that's how they make money, all right? Sure. So just make sure you're working with somebody reputable, check them out, make sure there's not complaints on them, they haven't had you know, complaints against the bar or anything like that, and, and, and that they're trustworthy. Maybe get a referral from a friend, uh, if, if you feel the need, a, a, a plan like this is essential if you have anybody with special needs that you want to take care of. If you have a, somebody that's disabled, um, the, 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 uh, the, a trust can be a fantastic way to take care of that person because you can stipulate specifically, you know, like when and how they should receive and how much they should receive money. So if you want somebody to get money, you know, a piece of money when they get married, another piece when they, I don't know, they turn 35 or, or when they get a master's degree or whatever, you can stipulate that. And, and so it's a good thing to do for people also if, um, what do they call it? I think they call it a spendthrift clause, you know? So, okay. so if you have somebody that you think, you know, most inheritances, a lot of people know this, most inheritances are gone in less than two years, okay? Most people get a lump sum of money and they've, most of them have never had a lot of money prior to that. And so they just don't know how to handle it. And they blow it on stupid stuff. You know, they'll go out and buy an expensive sports car that loses half of its value in the first three weeks. So, right. you know, it, 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 not, that I haven't, not that I haven't bought sports cars. I love sports cars. All right. But they're horrible investments. Okay. Pretty much all cars are bad investments. Um, you know, so, but it's just the way it is. If it's worth it to you, if that's how you find enjoyment, then, then by all means, go for it. Just don't think of it as an investment. Um, right. You know, so, but with regard to the estate plans, personally, I think the power, to me, the power of attorney for healthcare and the power of attorney for finance are the first things, the most important things, because that'll give you the tools to, that'll be, be put in place. If something happens to you, if some, you know, unexpectedly, right? None of us expect to get in an accident or to have something terrible happen, but unfortunately bad things happen all the time to good people. And, uh, Unfortunately, a lot of them aren't prepared, and that's what can cause an estate to get locked up and go into probate, and that's going to cost a lot of money and could take a lot of time. And nobody, I'm sure nobody wants their estate to be subject to that. I, I don't know why anybody would. So a great way to deal with it and to, to help out 
and to set everything up is to do it while you're able to. Don't wait and put it off indefinitely because a lot of people put it off and then, that, and then they never get to it. Right. Well, and again, it's the kind of thing that I, I, I think with COVID, it was sort of an eye-opening thing for a lot of folks. And, and, and hopefully maybe that, that sort of mentality sticks through because it's, I mean, you know, something can happen like that again. It can. And, and guys, the other, the other thing that I mentioned is, you know, something that a lot of married couples, it's very, very common that a married couple will name each other as their primary beneficiaries on, on yes. for their assets, right? That's, v- mm-hmm. that's mo- very, you know, most people, that's what most people do. Um, but a lot of people neglect to name contingent or secondary beneficiaries. And because they think, oh, we're young, we're in good health, you know, we don't have to worry about that right now. All right. But the fact is, Sometimes bad things happen when people, let's say, are driving together in a car and they get into an accident and they could both be incapacitated or both be killed at the same time. And so that is the example that I use to try to encourage my clients to always set up secondary or contingent beneficiaries so that if, if something bad were to happen to both of you, you the, then the money, you know, then, then the money is, is been, it's been directed. We know who to give it to who's entitled to it, and it's just a matter of reaching out to them, and they can totally avoid probate and, and avoid that mess. But if you don't have those named and something happens to you and your primary beneficiary, now you've got a problem, all right? So, mm-hmm. so make sure you set those up and keep your eyes on them. You know, if somebody gets married and you're worried about something happening to your daughter and you don't want the money to go to the son, then, then there are steps that you can take to, to prevent that, and a good way to do it is, is through a trust or these other legal documents. Sure. And again, this is probably something that that isn't necessarily a huge deal, but it kind of is annoying if you ask me. Um, But you got to talk about online accounts. So let's say Facebook. You go to Facebook, you know, and I'm not a huge social media guy, but I get reminded of birthdays and say, hey, say happy birthday to Bill. Yeah, well, Bill died seven years ago. Right. Right. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and, and that, but but those things are just out there. They are out there, and and that's why they recommend the recommendation is to make sure that somebody has your usernames and passwords, so that if or when something happens to you, you have somebody that you can trust that can go all all into all the websites, uh, you know, and close the accounts and take proper action. So you want to make sure somebody has access to that that can take care of it, you know, so you can get it, so they can get it cleaned up at that time. Yeah, absolutely. And and so if we have if we have those documents already um, and you say we should review them periodically, is yes. that something I could, you know, for, if I'm a client of yours, can I bring that in and, and will you connect me with a lawyer and such? Oh, by all means. By all means. I'd be happy to. Yeah. And and um, and I'm happy to review those with you. Um, and if you'd like a referral to somebody else, I, I can certainly do that as well, uh, because you do. You know, things change. Right. I've, I've met. Sure. I've met couples. Uh, well, they work. I've met people that, let's say, used to be married, right? Now they're divorced, mm-hmm. and they still have their ex-spouse as their beneficiary. And it's not like they want, you know, they didn't really mean to keep them as the beneficiary, but it just kind of slipped their mind. And so that's just one example, but there's a lot of reasons why you want to double check your beneficiaries. I mean, I've had some clients, I've got some clients actually that, that, uh, I've got one that has updated her beneficiaries. I can't tell you how many times. Um, <laughs> and and she has a lot of kids. And sometimes one of her kids will do something, do something that really ticks her off. And she says, you know, maybe I don't want to leave her as much as I thought I did. And yeah. And and she calls me up and makes an adjustment. And 
Um, so make sure that, you know, everybody that you want to leave money to or leave assets to, um, take a look at the numbers, take a look at their contact information, whoever you name as a beneficiary in these documents, they, the, the institution that has that money or has those assets needs to have not just their identity, but their social security number and their date of birth, um, is very important because you could give them the address, but maybe down the road they moved and they have a different address. All right. The way that we can mm -hmm. identify them is through their social number and through their birth date. And if they've married or divorced, make sure you update that as well, because these companies are going to want everything to match perfectly. And if you if they don't, then you're going to have to you'll have to send them a marriage license or a divorce decree, any other supporting documents. They're going to require it and it's going to slow down the disbursement of those funds. So if you want to really take care of your beneficiaries, make sure that everything is set up properly and that everything is accurate so that it doesn't cause delays down the road um, that they're going to have to fight, that they'll have to fight for the money. Mm -hmm. All right. I mean, again, these are just common sense kinds of things that that are important to really sort of finish your, your retirement plan, your retirement and income plan that they, you've spent your whole life saving money for. No question. Put the, put the final touch on it. Put the final touch on it and know that you can always update it. Okay. You can always update it. I've, I've never had anybody uh, that had to pay for doing this, that it's free to update. It's just a form you have to fill out and you can update mm -hmm. it. You can change it however many times you want. So don't worry about if you change your mind. Not at all. Don't worry about that. It's no problem. All you need to do is get in touch with them, get a new form and make the update. All right. Just make sure that you've got people on there uh, that are named. If, and if you've said anything up, guys, I've had clients that I sat down with. And when I first go over everything, go over the paperwork with them, they say, oh, you know, I haven't really thought about that. You know, do I have to do that now? Because I'd like to give it I'd like to think about it more before I before I finish that. And they say, can you just name my estate and just put it into my estate? And I always tell them, yes, we can do that. But it is very important that we update this because if you have it, the estate of John Doe, now it's going to probate. OK, that is not going because they can't distribute it in that manner. All right. So if you've done that, make sure you go back and update that and put in um, a charity or a person or, or whoever you'd like the money to go to put in the put in the information. You can always change it later, but put in something other than your estate. OK. That makes sense. Folks, if you want to reach out to Kevin, it's 800-975-6717. That's the number. Also, uh, uh, silverleaffinancial.com. Silverleaffinancial.com is the website. Check that out. You can also uh, get, uh, you've written a couple of different books. You've got some stuff available for folks yes. for free. Yes. Plus, your, your website is chock full of things, well, like that Social Security store. Yes, guys, you know what? Please uh, check out the website, silverleaffinancial.com. I'm always updating it, putting in new resources, new articles, updating the blogs. There's a lot of information in there about Social Security, about retirement, uh, about taxes, investments, you name it. And there's also the podcast. I put the show up there. We put the sh every week we do a show. We, it's about each week is about a half an hour. I've got all the shows up there. I, I want to say going back to June or July. So, so you can go in there and listen to past podcasts you know, you know, to, see if, uh, to see if we'd be a good fit. Um, and, and you can look at some of the things I was talking about to see if, see if I, you know, how'd that pan out when I, whatever advice I was giving, you can, you can look back in history and see how accurate I was. And, and I do that because I think it's a great way for you to get to know somebody to see, just like going to listen to somebody at a presentation. It's a great way to see if they are a good fit and if it's somebody that you want to move forward with. Right. And it's it's a process. We know that. And, you know, sometimes we're with an advisor and, and we're 
hesitant to change because yes. change is hard. It is. It is. And it's uncomfortable, right? It's uncomfortable. Sure it is. Because it's kind of like the devil you know, right? And, mm -hmm. and, and so it is uncomfortable. It's hard. It's very hard for some people. I've, guys, I've, I've talked to some people. One of my best clients, uh, they've been with me over 20 years now, but it took him over two years before he, before he was comfortable enough to, to, to actually move uh, to me. Um, and this is, this is an older gentleman. He was, in fact, he just, unfortunately just passed away last week. Um, I, I met him when he was about, about 70 and he just passed at the age of 93. Um, wow. and, but it did, it took him a couple of years until he was comfortable. And, and I tell everybody, I'm not a high pressure guy. I'll go as fast or as slow as you want, because what I'm hoping for is a long-term relationship with my clients, because I believe that if you have a good relationship with your advisor, that they, if they know you well, that that's how they can do the best job for you. Understanding your goals and your risk tolerance and, and all of these things, it takes time really to get a good understanding of somebody. And I think everybody should be trying to find somebody that you can have a long-term relationship with. I think over time you'll find that's very, very rewarding and that's what gives you the best chat at success. Boy, you couldn't have said it better, uh, you know, if you wrote the book. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, by yeah. all means. And there's a book on the website right now, uh, Five Keys to S Successful Retirement. It's free of charge. All you do is put in your name, your name and email. I'll be happy to send it to you free of charge, no obligation. And that'll give you a good, some, uh, some of the basics to get started with uh, as we begin to build out a retirement plan for you. Yeah. And again, you know, the other book that Kevin wrote is called The Millionaire's Guide to Tax-Free Money for Long-Term Care. And I'm sure you could uh, get that from Kevin as well. Yes, you could. And guys, you know what? I've got, excuse me, I've got the paper, the hard copies, if you want the physical book, you know, or I'm happy to send the electronic copy as well. So either one, they're free of charge. I don't, I don't charge for those things. I don't like nickel and diming. And, uh, I, and yeah. I do my best not to do that to anybody. Um, so it's just my, I just, I want to help people get the education and get the knowledge so you can make informed decisions, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's what we all want to do. So, and one of the things we want to be informed about, right? We mentioned it briefly. We don't want to make bad decisions, right? No. And so some of the things we talked about, mentioned earlier, some bad advice, you know, one of them is that's out there. Somebody, some people say it's impossible to predict where taxes will be at retirement. So, so just don't worry about it. All right. That's okay. That's, <laughs> I don't like that idea, Kevin. No, no that, is, that, is, that is bad advice. Okay. Guys, one, one thing you do know is that you are going to be taxed, right? Mm -hmm. Ask yourself if having a $34 trillion debt means it's more likely your taxes will go up or down in the future. Okay? My, yeah, I'm going to say up. <laughs> in my opinion, they're probably going to be higher. And, and guys, that's why, I'm in, that's why I'm a fan of a Roth IRA. Okay? And if you've got a high income and your income is too much that you're not allowed to contribute to a Roth, you can still do the backdoor Roth. But let me tell you, there, is, there has been rumblings in Congress about eliminating that option for a while. So if you've been thinking about it, you might want to take advantage of it now or in 2025 before taxes are already set to go higher uh, in 2026. So I think it's a great idea to have, have tax-free accounts as well as having taxable accounts like your IRA and your 401k. Because remember, that IRA, that million-dollar 401k or however big your 401k is, if it's a million dollars, it's not really a million dollars, right? It's right. whatever it is after tax is really what it is. And so maybe it's 800,000, maybe it's 700,000. I don't know, depending on where you live and what your tax brackets are. But remember, that's pre-tax money. And so what I want, I want to have flexibility so that when I'm retired, if there are some years that I'm looking at things and saying, you know what, I, I wouldn't mind not paying any taxes at all this year. 
then in those years, I am only going to withdraw money from my Roth IRA and from my health savings account, my HSA, all right? Because those, when you take the money out and you follow the rules, the money, it's tax-free. All the growth is tax-free. We already paid the tax, right? Uh, both me and my wife have these set up, and that's what I'm doing is we're growing the Roth IRAs and the HSAs. You can invest them in the stock market like anything else. In fact, I'm... I'm Knock on wood, I, I shouldn't say anything, but but the market has been very good lately for a lot of us. Sure. And and it's really nice to see that growth. And then it's even better when you say to yourself, and that's tax-free growth. All right? Yeah. All right. That That is what you want because it gives you the flexibility. Then down the road, you know, if I pull all of our withdrawals, all the money we make in one particular year, if it comes from tax-free accounts, that means in that calendar year, my, our Social Security will be tax-free too. All right? And that'll pay for another little vacation, right? Maybe it's four or five grand. Yeah, of course. It's real money, right? So sure it is. I would yeah. much rather put it in my pocket than Uncle Sam's. So I think it'd be wise, you'd be wise to take a look at that too, because we know where the taxes are now, all right? In my opinion, they're going to be higher in the future, which is why I advocate for paying the taxes now and, and putting money into Roth IRA. All right. And again, that, that makes sense. Let's remind everybody once again, Kevin, how we started the show. Let's end it the same way. Yes. You know what? I appreciate that, Steve. Guys, there's a bill in Congress right now, a bill. All right. It's called You Earned It, You Keep It. OK. Or let me let me let, let me uh, let me double check that. Yes. You earned, you keep it. OK. That is, is a bill that's out there right now. It's been reintroduced. The reason this is important, guys, is because the bill seeks to repeal the federal tax on Social Security benefits, all right? And the way that it'll pay for it is by basically getting rid of the cap, the payroll cap. Right now, people making over 170 grand approximately, they don't pay any more tax on Social Security. This bill would eliminate that cap. It would take it to 250, so there'd be a little break for people in that window. But then every, every dollar over 250 would be subject to Social Security payroll tax, and that's enough to not only uh, give a, to not only eliminate the federal taxes on your Social Security benefit, but uh, the accounting office also estimates it would actually reduce the debt over a long period of time. So it is it is paid for, right? I know a lot of people, mm -hmm. right? When you when you want to give somebody a tax break, how are you going to pay for it? That's how it's paid for. It's imposing the same exact tax all the rest of us pay right now that that high income people are getting away with not paying. All right. So you earned it, you keep it, talk to your congressman, go to the AARP website. They make it really easy for you to get in touch with your representatives and let them know that you want them to support, you earned it, you keep it, and repeal the federal tax on Social Security benefits right now. That sounds great. And again, at the AARP site, just click on the up on the banner. There's a Social Security area. You just go into there and it says, contact your representatives and senators. So there you go. There you go. All right. All right, guys, I hope you found it useful. I am always trying to find any information that I can that can benefit my clients. And I think if they can avoid paying tax. Provided this for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. The covered material has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. There are risks associated with every type of investment vehicle. Please read the prospectus and risk disclosures thoroughly before investing. Insurance guarantees are subject to the insurance company's ability to pay. Neither Silverleaf Financial, Kevin Brooker, host, and guests are responsible for the usage of information discussed. Security and investment services offered through Silverleaf Financial, members FINRA SIPC. Please consult with an experienced advisor before making any investment decisions.
Volatility in the market is a fact. What isn't so clear is what the ups and downs of the market can do to your retirement portfolio. For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise to create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again? That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today.